This is Marriage is Our Ministry's Candid Conversations, where topics surrounding marriage and family are discussed with a very open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and let's talk. Here are your hosts, Oliver and Denise Marcel. Hello and welcome to another episode of Candid Conversations. I am Oliver. And I am Denise. And we are glad that you have joined us uh, for this episode. If you have not got a chance to, please go back and uh, check out the other episodes previous to this one. Uh, We have enjoyed talking about various topics, things that we think are relevant and important to the success of marriage or at least creating a healthy marriage. We also want you in turn to have a candid conversation with your spouse uh, based on these topics. Before we get started, let's have a word of prayer. Dear God, we thank you for this opportunity to come together and to discuss things that are important to marriage and to discuss ways that we can uh, live out the marriage that you have intended for us to have. We just ask that you would be with us throughout this conversation. We ask that those who are listening, that someone would be, uh, would benefit from uh, the conversation that is taking place. We ask this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So today, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about conflict resolution. Wow. Conflict <laughs> resolution. I'm afraid of that topic. Why? No, we got to know. We got to, got to do it, right? That's right. You can't, can't, uh, Conflict cannot be avoided. Well, I guess it can. I don't know. What's a better way to say that? Conflict will always be a part of your marriage. No, that doesn't sound right either. (laughs) Uh, It's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys know what, what I'm trying to say. Basically, there will be times in marriage where you do not agree. Yeah. You and your spouse will not always agree on everything. And it would be wonderful if Nisi would agree with me all the time, (laughs) but it doesn't work that way. Right. (laughs) And so in the times when it doesn't work that way, we're just going to talk candidly about what we do Mm -hmm. and hope that you and your spouse can have a candid conversation as well about what you do and see what areas may need uh, improvement and what areas are working well and um, go from there. Yeah. Go from there. So when you disagree with me, because mm-hmm. I don't never disagree with you, Mm-mm. let's keep that on record. <laughs> so uh, when you disagree with me, what what happens? How, how do we handle it? Well, when I disagree with you, I may not verbally let you know right away. Right. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. So sometimes you'll address it. Like if you notice that there's something, you know, that I may not have, I may not agree with, with what you've said or done, you may address it right then and there, or you may let me sit for a few minutes, or I may come to you after, after a while and, and, you know, let you know, I didn't agree with it or, and then we'll just talk about it after I've simmered down a bit. Is there, is there a right or wrong? way to do that because you mentioned i think three different ways so 
do. Is there one that's more effective? Is um, it more effective for me to let you sit for a while or is it more effective for me to address it right away? I think it probably would depend on the conflict. If you can see that I'm really heated, you know, it's probably a good idea to to not address it right then and there because anything that's said may be said out of the heat of the moment. Okay. And, you know, that's a lot of times not good. But in your defense, I'm coming to your defense, if I'm not going to address it right away, I should say that. You know, I don't necessarily agree with what you just said, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's come back at X, Y, Z and talk about it. Most of the time, pretty much all the time, I don't say that, and I'm kind of working on that. And that that takes, um, I would say that takes some discipline. So you would have to be able to, even in conflict, be able to govern yourself in a way that allows you to still use the other important aspects of communication or aspects of marriage, like communication and those, those different things that you would have to use. Right. Right. So, man, how, how do we get to that point? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later, but it's important maybe to interject here that a husband and wife is different. You and I are different and we approach things differently. And I am, someone who wants to talk it out. Right. Yeah, you are. And I want to talk it out right then and there. Yeah. And I want to be able to finish it and resolve it. And move on. Wrap it up in a box and keep moving. Yeah. You are not that kind of way. And so it's important for me to, which I don't do this all the time, but it's important for me to allow you to handle it whichever way you are feeling at the time, right? So you mentioned one way is talking it out. Mm-hmm. One way is me allowing you to process maybe sit, it, process, right? That's a good word, yeah. process for a little while until you come back, mm-hmm. right? So for those of you who are listening, you have to communicate. Yeah. A lot of what we talk about is going to go back to communication. So don't get tired of hearing that word. But in order to know someone you have to communicate with them. Let's take it outside of marriage in order for uh, you to understand your supervisor. Mm -hmm. uh, You have to communicate with that person Mm -hmm. in order for you to understand your children. You have to communicate. And it's the same way inside of marriage. There are certain things that you're not going to know about your spouse until you have communicated and had those candid conversations. And you don't want to wait until you're, in the middle of a heated conflict to try to figure it out. These are conversations that you're having while the sun is shining Mm -hmm. and you're barbecuing and everything is Mm -hmm. all nice and lovely. Right. Yeah. So back to this conflict, what's happening help for those of us who are like me and we want to talk it out Mm -hmm. immediately. Help us understand individuals like you Mm -hmm. who need to process what's happening during that processing time it's going to depend on the conflict but here are some things that are happening with me why this is me processing i'm thinking he must not have really thought about what he just said because if he would have thought about it first he wouldn't have said it 
that way or he would have considered me. Um, another thing that is that I'm processing could be, you know, could be the Holy Spirit working on me. Now, you know, Denise, you know good and well that what he said was right and you need to stop being so defensive about it. And that's me going back and forth with the Holy Spirit. Like, well, you know, he said this and, you know, I just, that's not me and da-da-da-da-da. Just me being defensive and I'm processing that and it's the Holy Spirit wearing me down and getting me to the point where I surrender and be like, yeah, he's right. Let me just, you know, admit to that and stop being so defensive. What else? Stubborn, I guess. Wanting to be right is another one, I guess. Okay. And just, you know, going back and forth with that. And and once you get to, well, before we get to that. And wait, I, also it could be that, you know, I am right. And so I'm trying to reason all different kinds of ways. Well, maybe this, you know, maybe he meant this. No, I really think he meant this. And I'm pretty sure that I'm right. And not that I want to come across to you as, aha, I'm right. But it's just another one of those things that I process. And how do I say it to you so that you see my point? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Not to nece- not because I need to be right, but just because it's right. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. So for, again, for the benefit of individuals like me, mm-hmm. based on me and you, mm-hmm. okay, hopefully this will help others listening. What should I be doing during that period of time that you're processing? And let me tell you why I'm asking that. Because the mistake that a lot of people make, including Mm -hmm. myself, is that during that time, I am trying to speed up the process. Right. So because I'm seeing quietness and I'm seeing a reserved person or or maybe a closed what I perceived to be a closed person or a distant person mm-hmm. and I'm trying to to close the gap so to speak. Yeah. What should I be doing during that period of time that you're processing to in order to keep this from escalating further? I think that you know because a lot of times I may not say to you, you know, I need I need to just I can't talk about it right now. I'll just automatically shut down. So I think if that's the situation that you should just for your peace of mind, just, you know, talk to me, ask me, you know, are you okay? What's wrong? Is it what I said? Do you need time to think about it? Is that what's going on with you right now? So that you can know for sure that that is what's happening. And, you know, if if that is the case, then maybe you should take the time to 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 process, even though you just want to get it out the way. Take the time while I'm taking the time to process it. Maybe you should take the time to process it as well. And because you know me, right? Mm -hmm. So think about the different ways. Think about how I could be feeling. Mm -hmm. All the different ways that I could possibly be feeling. And how to address that. Not just sit there and, and wait for me to come back to you. So that we can talk about it with whatever you already set in your mind, you know, the decision that you've already made. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. To maybe think about it a different way. Okay. So I should be doing some, what I'm hearing you say is that I should be doing some processing of my own. Yeah. 
and not so much being bent on hurrying you back to the table, so right. to speak. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's helpful information. Now, you and I are not yellers, mm-hmm. uh, meaning we don't typically yell at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not the knockdown, drag out type. We don't have those kinds of reactions when it comes to conflict. However, that is common in conflict. Mm -hmm. So speak to those individuals who might be listening now who are saying to themselves, well, this, what they're talking about is non-existent Mm -hmm. in my situation. It's, it can't, it's not going to be that simple because we're yelling and we're cursing at each other and we're breaking things and you know we're going through these emotional roller coaster events mm-hmm. during our conflict. Mm-hmm. So speak to those individuals and just give from your perspective from a woman's perspective some tips mm-hmm. on how to maybe keep the emotions from getting to that point. Oh, geez, that's hard because I mean, I guess how you, how, how you're used to handling conflict is how you're used to handling conflict conflict. And it's Mm -hmm. different. It's hard to, to change anything, you know, and do something else. First, I have to say for us, even though we're not yellers and we're not physical, that's not to say that the tension is not as intense. Mm-hmm. That's you good. Know what I mean? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think oh, it's hard because so, so, I can't. Sorry to interrupt, but so just you saying that though, two things I just came out of that. First, the way we resolve conflict is learned. Would you, would you agree with that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Or, well, oh, well, it could be learned or it could be, yeah, it could be learned. It could be learned in the sense that you watched individuals do it a certain way mm-hmm. and you now copy that. Or you watched individuals do it a certain way and now you try to do the opposite. Right. Yeah. So in that sense, it's learned. We'll just use that. Okay. I know I'm, I'm sure there's a more technical clinical term, but because of that, Right. That makes it difficult for some people to resolve conflict in a a smooth, for lack of a better word, way. Yeah. And I don't know that people like our demeanor, our character, I Mm -hmm. guess, or our demeanor. We're pretty laid back people. Right. You know, most of the time anyway. And I think that that plays a part in our conflict resolution. Mm -hmm. There are more people that are more what's the word quote-unquote animated mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. have more animated characters and so their conflict is going to be more animated okay. i think it has a lot to do with that as well you know we're melancholy isn't that one of those yeah melancholy yeah sanguine whatever those four yeah. things are yeah you know yeah different show <laughs> yeah <laughs> different show yeah <laughs> so but we're that we are those types of people and i think mm-hmm. that has a lot to do with the way we handle conflict i agree with that that has a lot to do with it however 
Let me say this, because for those of you who are listening, I don't want to give you an excuse to be to say, OK, well, this is how I am. And so this is how it's going to this is how it's going to come out, because yeah. this is me. Especially I believe- if it's, you know, physical. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. So there are definitely some things that should happen in conflict resolution. And there's definitely some things that should not happen. So from a woman's perspective, mm-hmm. what are some things that you do not appreciate as a woman in conflict resolution? I definitely, and I'm going to speak this from experience from, you know, previous relationship. Hmm, that could be another topic. I just thought of something, but I definitely do not appreciate being cursed at. I definitely do not appreciate anything physical, okay. violently physical. Okay. You know, that to me is just, that's on another level and, you know, disrespectful and not necessary to resolve conflict. Absolutely not. And if your conflict tends to escalate to that level, what needs to happen? If it can't, if you can't talk to your spouse about it and say, you know, this is not right. This shouldn't be, you know, I don't believe that, you know, for sure this is not how God intended for us to resolve conflict. If if that's not working, then I think that the next level would be that you need to seek uh, professional help. Okay. Okay. So you definitely don't want to just live with a situation that you are, you, you feel is unhealthy. Definitely not. Okay. Um, I would say from a man's perspective, men don't want to be disrespected. Yeah, for sure. In, in conflict. So there's certain Mm -hmm. words and certain phrases and things that pull the person down and uh, belittle Mm -hmm. them. Men don't take too kindly to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, There's a ego of sorts that, it's yeah, hurt that's true. That's very process. true. And I think for women, that's the same thing, too. And it's not because it's an ego thing. Mm-hmm. But I think women don't like that either because, you know, you say those types of things to women, things that demean them or is disrespectful, then what is that going to do to the woman? It's going to do either two things. It's going to make her react in an angry manner. And if she's the physical type, it's going to make her react that way. Or it's going to make her retreat mm-hmm. and cower and become more insecure. And that's just not cool. It's not cool at all. Conflict resolution is a very, very interesting topic. And it's approached from a lot of different angles, depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no one way that we can say, OK, this is the way that you should resolve conflict. Right. Um, there are things that we do that work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, me allowing Nisi to process mm-hmm. and get her thoughts together and maybe come back to the table, maybe not even that same day, maybe even the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing your spouse and allowing your spouse to go through whatever that process is, is beneficial to the conflict being resolved. Yeah. Um, if I do not allow her to go through the process, I run the risk of exploding the conflict into something that it was not intended to be. Right. Or dragging it out longer than it should have been. Mm-hmm. So it, 
one thing I would say for those of you who are listening is that it is very important to know your spouse. And this is a conversation, like I said before, you have to have when there is no conflict mm-hmm. so that you can, with a clear head, be able to articulate your feelings during that time and the things that you feel like should take place in order to make sure that this that the conflict is uh, resolved in 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 a manner that is acceptable to both husband and wife. Yeah. Um, just want to kind of wrap things up. Um, again, we Nisi talked about uh, seeking professional help if it's if it's more than what it should be, and if it's getting physical, if you're fighting, if you're yelling and screaming at each other, and things are not. Uh, things are not being resolved. They're just being, it's just escalation. Mm. Then you definitely want to take a look at that step back. Um, guys in particular, I, I want to speak to husbands. Husbands typically are stronger than their wives. There are some wives that are a lot stronger than their husbands, but typically it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. It is our responsibility as men to have self-control mm. And it is our responsibility to to be an example of self-control. We should model self-control in our homes so that our wives understand what that looks like as well. Mm-hmm. Because it's not always the husband that's doing the hitting. Sometimes yeah. it's the wife. Yeah. But I believe that the husband as a leader can model self-control and can speak to self-control in times where there is no conflict. And so hopefully uh, the wife picks up on that and um, is submissive enough to, to follow that lead. Yeah. And not only that, just to add to that, if you have children, you need to, you need to figure out how to resolve conflict in a healthy way, because even if you're doing it behind closed doors, right? Mm Mm-hmm children are way especially your children they're very observant obviously if you're going to be yelling and be physical they're going to hear that even if they don't see you right right? and so if it's something that you can resolve in front of the children if it's if it's healthy enough to resolve in front of the children not necessarily all the time but sometimes i think it's good for children to see that their parents yeah, they do have some things that they disagree on sometimes, but they also resolve it and they resolve it in a healthy way. Right. Because of what we said earlier, that it's quote unquote learned. Right. Exactly. So I'm raising a son or we're raising a son mm-hmm. and two daughters. Mm-hmm. My son should be able to see how I talk to a woman Yeah. when I disagree with her. Yeah. And know that that is how he should treat women. Yeah. In in conflict. Right. My daughter should know that there are certain things that a man will not do mm-hmm. to her or mm-hmm. say to her mm-hmm. in conflict. So yes, that is very important. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Excellent point. So that's something to think about. I just want to wrap this up. I want to leave some uh, just a couple of tips uh, with you. Uh, I read an article. Uh, dealing with conflict resolution, and it pulled out some key points that I want to share. Um, some things that you want to think about. First thing is define the problem and stick to it. A lot of times we are uh, very 
guilty of allowing things to mushroom mm-hmm. and and bringing things in. Um, we we put a right. post up not too long ago about uh, opening a can of worms. Yeah. If the if the disagreement is about the kids, then your in laws should not be yeah. brought into the mix. Mm-hmm. Don't don't add to don't it. add. Stick yeah. to the stick to the issue. Um, another thing that they brought out was um, you may need to plan a time for discussion. Yeah, which is what goes back to kind of how we handle things. Right. We don't necessarily plan a time, but I allow you to take time to process and then you may come back at a later date. Sometimes you have to do that. Don't force the issue. Don't force a resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Forcing a resolution creates more conflict. That's good. And you're back in, in the cycle of conflict again. Um, another thing that it brought out is to affirm the relationship. Mm-hmm. So just because you have a conflict doesn't mean that your relationship is not solid. Yeah. You can absolutely. still affirm your relationship and still have conflict. We're going to disagree. Yeah. Because we're two because different we're people. Different. Right? right. We're two different people. We're going to disagree. You might like vanilla ice cream. I might like butter pecan ice cream. Mm-hmm. Right. That in itself could be a conflict when we go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. We have to know how to navigate those, even the small things. That sounds really simple, but you would have, you'd be surprised how many individuals start with something small like that. Mm -hmm. And then two hours later, they're breaking dishes in their house. Mm, Mercy. So we have to be able to navigate some of those small things and not allow them to escalate and still know that those differences can remain and your relationship still be intact and yeah. still be strong and thriving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Another thing that it talked about is listening. Mm. It is very important to listen. A lot of times in conflict we are so eager to get our point across mm-hmm. that we're not listening to our spouses. Right. I have been guilty of that. I have been guilty of just talking and talking and talking and talking and you say something and I'm still talking. Right. So we have to be very careful of that. Listen and um, listen for understanding. Don't just listen. Don't just halfway listen. Don't be quiet for the sake of, oh, I'm just going to let her talk and mm-hmm. get everything off her chest. And I'm just, I'm going to be thinking about the game while she's doing that. Or don't just listen to hear when I'm done talking so that you can start talking. Right. So it's very important to to um, listen to the other person's perspective. Make sure that you understand how they're feeling. Yeah. And try to put yourself in their place. Right. Okay. She's feeling like this because I said X, Y, Z. How would I feel if she said that to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So listen carefully. Another very important thing is to forgive. Mm. We talked about forgiveness. Uh, if you get a chance, check out our YouTube page, Marriages Our Ministry, and check out the Extreme Marriage Makeover videos. We talk about the importance of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You have to forgive. And uh, it also talked about proposing a solution. When you are resolving conflict, it is good to be able to come to an understanding. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where a lot of people, I think, mess up because most people want that understanding to, to be, to mean sameness. Right. Right. 
And you remember when we were at the uh, weekend to remember the the speaker there said that um, sameness is not the same as oneness. Mm-hmm. Right. Very powerful statement. Um, resolving conflict and coming to an understanding doesn't necessarily mean that that understanding is going to be. We agree. Yeah. Sometimes that understanding is we disagree. Yeah. And this is this is going to be this way and that is going to be that way. Mm-hmm. And now let's team up and move on as a result. Mm-hmm. So I just want for those of you who are listening, don't always think that the resolution to your conflict is means that you now are of one mind yeah. because you might not be. Mm. Right. So just want to leave you with that. Anything you want to add to that? No, babe, I think you covered it all. Well, we don't want to keep you long, but we want you to start having these conversations with your spouse. This is a candid conversation about conflict resolution. And the best time to have it is now when Nisi and I are not having a conflict. It's best to be able to figure those things out and just kind of have an understanding so that when conflicts do come and they will come in your Mm -hmm. marriage, please understand that conflicts will come because you are two different people. But if you have a conversation and you are equipped and prepared to handle those things and to govern yourself and to use self-control and be able to just work through it Mm -hmm. in a way that will be beneficial to both you and your spouse. Yeah. As always, we want you to subscribe. We thank you for listening. Check us out on YouTube. Like I said, check us out. Marriagesourministry.com. Also, check us out on Facebook. Marriagesourministry. We would love your feedback. Please comment. Please rate the shows. Please subscribe to the shows. And until next time, Oliver and Denise. God bless. God bless. This has been another episode of Candid Conversations. Make sure you visit www.marriageisourministry.com for more engaging content as well as other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Until next time, God bless.